Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Um, I just want to say, yes, we, we, so we have been, we were presented with topics because, uh, fair listener, things are on on fire <laughs> for us a together, me and Nikki. Yeah, and uh, we're working on a project with a very tight deadline. And it's coming right up. And so we rely on, count on, depend on the uh, resources of uh, intellectual cognitive resources of uh, the rest of the ADHD team. Uh, And Melissa has been an incredible producer behind the scenes, continuing to make the show happen in spite of us. Because otherwise we would just be talking (laughs) about random things. We'd be talking about The Expanse, I'm sure, because that's what's in front of me right Right, now. Right, yeah. And and so Melissa keeps a list of topics that we need to talk about and presented three of them. And I picked one that was really resonant for me and you picked this one and I do think it's perfect because we are talking today about what happens when your entire life is on fire (laughs) (laughs) and and the original joke was what everything everywhere all at once is on fire what do you do now right right and and so um uh, do you want to talk just briefly before we get started about why you're so inspired by uh this particular topic this week well it's because it's all I've been thinking about (laughs) So <clears throat> we're in the, in the middle of, of finishing a manuscript. And uh, and so it's around planning and it's around prioritizing and it's around uh, time and all of this stuff. Right. And so when we're when we were looking at the uh, topics, I'm like, oh, yes, this, this. I can talk about yeah. this really easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and it's so relevant for everyone all the time. Like ours is just a little on fire right now because we have a strict deadline that's like next week. But uh, I think that this feeling that we have, people feel all the time with all Mm -hmm. kinds of deadlines. We just happen to be living this one right now. And it's not like we haven't had a lot of time. The fact is like we're at the point now where it's super detail oriented. It's like, keeping a lot of things tied together. Uh, and that is hard for my brain to do. And so like, it just feels Mine like too. dropping everything else. Uh, I've had a, to. 
Yeah. And when we talk about disappoint, I I mean, I have some clear examples of that. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge. Uh, So that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, As usual, before we get started, uh, we're going to head over to TakeControlADHD.com and get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show on the website if you want or subscribe to the mailing list and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. And, you know, I say all that. You can listen to the website or you can get it via email. But, hey, you know what? We're in podcast directories. Mm -hmm. Go find us in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or uh, my favorite podcast app, Overcast. Uh, if you're on iOS or Pocket Casts, if you're everywhere else, these are people who make great podcast apps, uh, uh, Overcast and Pocket Casts, and uh, they deserve some attention too. So uh, check them out in those directories or in those podcasts. If you listen to your podcasts in Apple Podcasts, you deserve to evaluate some really great podcast apps uh, because there are bespoke podcast apps that are fantastic and will level up your podcast listening experience. So I I hope you do that. Anyway, uh, you can also join us and chat with us in the ADHD Discord community. It is fantastic. Uh, There are a bunch of free channels, but if you really want to level up your experience with us, head over to patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast and uh, subscribe there for a few bucks a month. You can support the show and what we do and it, it really is. Patreon is the thing. It's the engine that propels the podcast experience for ADHD. Everything we do around the podcast is propelled by Patreon. And uh, so, you know, if you are into supporting podcasts by independent creators like us, again, patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast to learn more. And with that, we're on fire. We've got a five alarm productivity blaze. And we got to wow. answer the call. Yeah, there's the sound effects. Yeah. That was great. I came, I came with sound effects. You sure <laughs> did. I didn't know what you were going to do. I, I thought you were going to like holler at your dog. Or I just burp or whatever. I did this like, hold on a know. second, and then leaned away. And uh, yeah, that's, yes. that's what happened. That's how strongly I feel about how on fire we are. And I just want to prepare you. Uh, because I have prepared a list of firefighting terms yes. that I'm going to weave into our conversation There's today. a lot of I'm metaphor going excited. on here. Oh, so much. <laughs> Which is cool because people love that. So this is, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to learn a lot about fighting fires. Like really, like, didn't like for real. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> where do you want to start uh, with what this, where, where, how this comes about? Okay, so let's see. Everything's on fire everywhere all at once. Now what? Okay, so this is that feeling of there's so much to do and I don't know where to start. It's so big. Everything is important. Everything is urgent. Everything is late. Um, I'm a terrible person. I should have done this a lot longer or a long time. I should have started this a long time ago. Um this is my fault. Why do I keep doing this? This is frustrating. I'm going to go back to my bed and I'm going to go to sleep. Of course. That's my (laughs) safe space. Yeah. Yeah. So those are a lot of emotions, a lot of heavy emotions going on at once when we look at our, uh, and this is specifically around things to do, right? This is like all the stuff you have to do. So it's strong emotions around what we see when we look at our to-do list. 
I the, when you're introduced to fight or flight, right? Those common res- amygdalic responses. There's a third one, which is fawn, right? It's just to roll over and put your paws in the air, right? Uh, because it's too, it's just too much. It's too much overwhelm, and um, it. That's what I think about. Like when you talk about going back to bed, that's the fawn response. That's the that that's like I, I'm I'm not even actively running so much. I'm just giving up. And, right. Um, and and I think that's really important to look at what your personal response is as we're talking about this. Um, uh, and and so, you know, it, it is not a it is not an apt metaphor, but we're going to use it anyway. Everything's on fire. And yet here we are talking about the snowball effect. Oh, that's kind of ironic, isn't it? It is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. The All snowball right. covered in gasoline. Exactly. So it's a very short, short effect snowball. Right, right. So starts with procrastination, probably a little bit, right? Like that's mm-hmm. this um it's interesting about procrastination because you can do a lot of research around it and there's all these different kinds of procrastination uh styles and there's all these different reasons why and and a lot of times <clears throat> I think it's because of this time blindness is that we think that things aren't going to take as long as you think they're going to take. And so it's okay to push them out a little bit. It's not Mm -hmm. so much that you're really like purposely avoiding it. It's more like, well, I have all day tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that's where that kind of starts to to fall. Forgetfulness. I mean, I think that's just part of ADHD is the um, memory piece is that you can't really rely on your memory. And Mm -hmm. so if you don't have a list that is trustworthy and you're thinking that you're going to remember things, that's not going to probably happen. Things are going to get missed. Right, right. Um, What is the, why can't I think of the word right now? It's that, it's, it's that um, procrastivity or right yeah that's what it is yeah (laughs) right and and basically it's avoidance i mean it's you're doing other things that makes you feel busy and you feel good about it because you get to accomplish these things right you get to say done 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 but you're not doing what's most important and so Mm -hmm. the guilt is still there you know right like in the moment you may feel great but then 10 minutes later you're going to feel like crap again because i really didn't do what i was supposed to be doing well, I've been reflecting a lot on that, uh, you know, uh, uh, thinking about, you know, my experience in college, right? The first time I had agency over my own productivity, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't have teachers that were going to follow me around. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were just days where it was time for me to play some Madden football and skip class. Sure. And and the the lesson for me is, you know what doesn't go down when you start skipping class? Class anxiety. Right. You know, the uh, avoidance just causes things to pile up behind you, right? Mm-hmm. And so that feels like step one is to recognize that the cost of procrastination or forgetfulness, and we'll wrap forgetfulness into, uh, you know, this set of behaviors that that uh, emerges from a, a, a poor work box, a poor calendar management, right? Poor management of incoming signals, all of the things that we deal with every day. Um, it causes this giant backlog, this this traffic jam behind us mm-hmm. that we are either choosing or you know not choosing to acknowledge, and right. uh, and and not acknowledging it is the thing that causes it to light itself on fire. Absolutely. Well, and then there's more 
to the snowball effect, right? Because here you're already <laughs> feeling on fire and then, you know, there's this tendency to not want to say no. And so then something happens and there's extra work coming your way and you take it or you go ahead and accept that someone is, you know, asked you to volunteer for something. So you're taking more on than you really have time for. And so now you're adding those things, which can also add a little bit of resentment, right? Because you maybe you do want to do this, but you just don't have time, but you're doing it anyway. And it's frustrating. So that's, um, that's something. And then of course you managed, or you talked about the uh, work box, which is that task management system that you have and the, and the calendar. So if you're not mm -hmm. looking at those things or you don't have one that's trustworthy, you really don't know how much time you have available. You really don't know if you can do something or not, right? And so, um, and then on top of it, not only the ADHD distractions that happen, the internal and external that come to you every day, distractions in light in general right we're always distracted and then you top off and then you top on the adhd which makes it just 10 times worse so there's a lot of things that can happen and go um catch on fire there's a lot of things that catch on fire there's and sure, it's a three sure alarm a fire pete what's three the, what, what is that sound is that the sound that you started with? No, I can't that remember. Was the, that was the opening sound. That was the opening right. sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to but do that it was, again? It's or? important to get the spatial effect, <laughs> right? It's the passing. The wee -doo, wee -doo, wee -doo. It goes uh, by. I love it. It goes by because you, you're probably not in it, right? No, you're waiting for the I'm resources to come. Yeah. Which, to continue our ADHD <laughs> on fire metaphor, waiting for the resources to come is is an interesting strategy and and I think that's something that I I really resonate with this idea that you know maybe I'm so far gone that I should just stop maybe I maybe the act of waiting is enough of a choice and it will burn itself out I'll just have to I'll just ignore it long enough that I won't have to think about it anymore and there are a couple of challenges <laughs> that go into this into is what this strategy. we don't necessarily we don't recommend this. <laughs> no, we don't recommend this. And I, let's go back to Pete in college, skipping class to play Madden football and Siberia. Oh, I forgot the hours I played this game. Siberia. Look it up. Awesome game. Spelled with a C C Y B E R. Oh, I used to play Tetris game. on a little Game you Boy. Playing Tetris. Yeah. You were on a, a Game little... Boy Tetris player. Oh, yeah. It, it, but there you, was you one person because I can't imagine you ever skipping class. No, well, I did skip class, but not that much. Um, mm -hmm. No, it was a girl in my sorority, and she had one, um, and so everybody would take turns playing it. And I <laughs> totally remember it was like my sophomore or junior year in college. It was one of those because those were the two years that I lived in the house, and she had this little Game Boy, and I played Tetris all the time, Dic addicted to it. You, I loved it. You are a gamer from the beginning old school See, i know OG, you know i never OG thought i was but i totally i am yeah. i played asteroids and pac-man on the atari oh, yeah. and the 80s <laughs> oh. i'm totally aging myself so, so anyway back back so anyway, to the fire <laughs> here's the thing that doesn't that that doesn't work when i go back to pete skipping class to play siberia the thing that is on fire is my participation in a thing that i'm paying for eventually my grade goes down right eventually yeah. i I struggle academically because I have chosen to fawn, right? To choose inaction over any action at all, to choose willful ignorance of the state of the world around me. And that's a hard lesson 
that is a hard lesson to recover from. Yes. If you let that happen too much. And and I think that's one of the reasons we want to talk about this, right? Is because talking about it is the central cure for uh, you know what happens when things are on fire. It's like the central thing, the first step you have to take is to acknowledge things aren't great. Yeah, and then I think talk to, about what's not great. Yeah, acknowledge it and talk about it and know that there's a way to 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 stop the fire. Yeah. It will go out. So we don't want to stay in that whatever you just said. What I I I referred it to going back to bed and falling, you know, go back yeah, to bed and fun. go to sleep. Fight, flight, or fawn. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you just said, hold on. When you get in bed, Nikki, hold on. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't like, what? Okay. Anyway. <sighs> I'm so, a little anyway, distracted this the, morning. Um, the, the deal is this. The, what, we're, what we're trying to get to is, you know, what we, according to this is, again, Melissa, uh, in our notes, prepared an entire litany of lessons <laughs> learned from the Department of the Interior. And I am so here for it. The The first step is suppression. <laughs> when firefighters or fighters are battling wildfires across the U.S., they use a method called suppression when extinguishing fires. Here's the quote. Suppression involves extinguishing a wildfire, preventing or modifying the movement of unwanted fire, or managing a fire when it provides benefits like vegetation reduction or improved wildlife habitat. Firefighters control a fire spread by removing one of the three ingredients fire needs to burn, heat, oxygen, or fuel. Interesting. I know, things we learned from fighting fires. Now, the, the important piece here is to be able to talk about what is it specifically that's on fire in your productivity system. Whatever it is, we have to remove elements to simplify the scope of effect that you, you the, the scope of awareness that you have. Because clearly, when you have too many elements, the scope is too big and you can't take it in, right? We yes. need to narrow the field of view so that you can actually see the next thing. And when we're talking about overwhelm, it's usually because there are too many next things mm -hmm. and we have failed to prioritize mm -hmm. the most important. And I think this is a great opportunity to talk a little bit about the perils of persnickety prioritization. Oh, for no, sure. Persnickety is not the word, but I needed alliteration. There. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. It works. Talk to me about uh, prioritization, why it's so important. It's interesting because prioritizing is, is, it's such a difficult thing to do when you are looking at the whole fire. Because right. you want to just get the fire out. And do you start on one corner or do you go, you know, in the middle? Do you like, where do you start? And I think that's part of the issue that you were just explaining. And so prioritizing is a way to figure out how how to start. But it's scary when you don't know how to make those decisions. And I think that that's what is happening is that ADHD brain is so overwhelmed and so um, all over the place that it's hard to zero in on a decision. And so mm -hmm. what I teach and what I uh, talk to my clients about is that you have to have some kind of guideline to go back to, to ask yourself these questions so that you can at least get to a starting point. And the first one is always going to be the real deadline. Is mm -hmm. there a real deadline? to your projects or your tasks and, and figure out what they are. Because if something is due tomorrow, it is always going to take priority over something that's due next week. It has to. 
right? Now, I'm not saying that you can't work on the thing that's due next week, but you got to make sure you get the thing that's done tomorrow. So we can start eliminating our choices. We can start burning, we can start uh, not burning, we can start uh, putting water on certain trees. Mm -hmm. So now it's less fire. Right. So we've got that that we can go back to. Um, And then we also look at impact because that's also important. What is the impact? Because if you don't have a real deadline, which a lot of things don't have real deadlines, right? right? A lot of things don't. So if you can't find the real deadline, we have to look at impact. And the impact is either going to be positive or negative. And it's either going to have a high or low impact on yourself and other people. And it can be a financial, it can be that ADHD tax that we talked about. It could Mm -hmm. be your reputation. It could be um, somebody's waiting for you to do their work. And until you get your, you know, you have to get yours done first. Um, All of these things. And if it has a high impact and it has a deadline, that's a priority. You got to make that a priority, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. You got to go look at your calendar and say, all right, well, when am I going to get this stuff done? Which means that sometimes you have to disappoint people. Yeah. And sometimes you have to reschedule things and postpone things to make sure that those high priority, high, you know, real deadline, high impact things get done. Maybe it's not no, maybe it doesn't have a deadline, but it's high impact. You want to make sure you get it done. So now you have to rearrange your schedule. So there's three points to it. But if you have a way to go to, to remember what we're talking about, then it doesn't feel like you don't have the firefighters with you. Like now you have firefighters mm-hmm. with you. You have tools that you can start to burn. You know, I keep wanting to say burn, but I know to keep you are. Yeah. To, animals march to the sea. <laughs> yeah. Now you have the, 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 the sprayers to spray the fire. <laughs> I am obviously not a firefighter. All I can think about is like, now you have the wee bottles of Windex. That exactly. you are, you know, those little spray Whatever it is. I, I think that <laughs> I think there's a fire just, hose, the, the backyard fire, it's a fire hose. hose. You have yeah. the hoses. <laughs> Your yes. hoses. Sprayers yeah. are not enough. Right. The the thing that I that I go back to is is making it super simple and, and making it something that you can do to rationalize your place in the world. And you know, as much as there are so many mnemonics and and you know acronyms and, and ways to remember strategies around prioritization, the simpler that you can that you can as simple as you can make the process is as simple as it's going to be to get yourself out of it right, right. if you have to remember too many steps then you're not going to be able to do it and you'll feel like like you know freezing fawning you'll feel like giving up and um you know i do like uh, casey dixon had when she was on the mm-hmm. show she introduced us to her 5d's we have five steps there delete delay diminish delegate or disappoint those are the things that you're going to do <clears throat> in casey dixon's model yeah. to um you know to to prioritize for me it's 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 your it it, it goes along lines of of yours it's you know what's the real deadline uh, what are the costs, either human costs or monetary costs, and who am I disappointing? And yeah. I, I have to weigh those things. And that allows me to build a list. In my case of, of skipping class, well, the, the, uh, I'm damaging my own reputation because mm-hmm. I'm not in class. It's probably a, a, at that point is a self-fulfilling shame because I didn't want to walk into class embarrassed of having missed as much as I did and uh, feeling like it's an insurmountable feat 
to learn the stuff that I had missed because I was playing Siberia and Madden football. And you just explained my whole my anxiety dream. Like that's my dream where I'm yeah. always unprepared because I didn't go to class. It is almost uh, always it in some it form. It was just a dream for you, Nikki. I know. I lived it. You lived it. Was it was my lived nightmare. Yeah. That was it because you just like I, once the overwhelm became such that it was it became easier to skip class than to go. Right. Right. For some reason or another, it became easier to skip than to go. And it wasn't about Madden football. It wasn't no. about Siberia. No. It was about something in that class. Yeah. And uh, and overcoming that, figuring out what those costs were and who I was disappointing. Ultimately, stakeholders were my parents. They were right. covering, you know, college for me at the time. Yeah. And uh, that that became the calculus through which I approached that overwhelm. But I think until you start to outline what is it specifically about the experience that's causing things to feel like they're on fire, you won't be able to suppress the fire. You won't be able to create the defensible space around yourself and your system to account for overwhelm, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about margin now years ago, right? Building margin into your into your life, into your schedule, so that when it feels like you are in a period of overwhelm, you have a little bit of space to give of yourself to be able Gosh, to We should accommodate. actually redo that. We should do that podcast again. I would love for you to talk about that again. That I was a that was so a long much. time ago. And I think it's such an important uh piece to yeah. what we're talking Credit. about credit to Sean Blanc. And, and there, I reached out to Sean at the time and asked him if he could, if he would join the show. And, and I, I think he was on sabbatical or something mm -hmm. at the time. So maybe we could, we could get, get him or somebody on his team to talk about it because it's really important. And, um, and, and I think worth talking about again, in, in the case of our firefighting model, it really is, it's called defensible space, right? right. The area around the building where vegetation and other fire hazards have been reduced to slow spreading fire, right? That's right. margin. That's all we're talking about is give ourselves time to account for the world on fire and being able to combat overwhelm. Um, so... Well, and I want to talk a little bit more about the disappointing piece, because I think that okay. that's a really important part. Um, so many of what I've witnessed is a lot of the things that are put on to-do lists are things that people think they should do. And mm -hmm. they're things that they feel pressure to do. But when they go through the prioritization, they realize, okay, it probably isn't as important. It doesn't have this deadline. It's, you know, the impact is medium, you know, it probably could wait. And so once they start questioning it, they can, they can start to eliminate. And part of that is disappointing is that you have to decide, you know, what, who are you willing to disappoint up front? And this is what our conversation was with Casey and, and let them know right up front. And what you responded to her, which you probably don't remember, but you were like, that's like talking, that's like telling RSD, you know, I've got this, like, I'm in control of this. I'm going to take control of this before you get to be disappointed in me. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and disappoint you and let you know, yeah. I can't do this right now, or I, this needs to be postponed. And in the fire that we're in right now, I've had to cancel um, monthly events that I do. I've had to uh, let go of the GPS membership for two weeks. And Melissa has had to take them take it over for me. I don't want to do those things. 
I absolutely do not want to do those things. And it's it's disappointing. Don't want to cancel those things. No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, like, I want to be able to show up and be there and like, you know, do my normal thing. Like, I want to show up the way I normally show up. But I couldn't do it. That is the that's where that that's kind of where the beating heart of this episode is. It's like we're at the point now where I think you are so resilient and such a role model of this behavior that we can sort of laugh about it and use all kinds of funny firefighting metaphors. But the truth is, we had to prioritize. Absolutely. Right? We had to say for a short time, there is a real deadline and we're going to have to disappoint some people and count on the resources of others. Mm-hmm. And that's the example of of making a go of it. It's a it's the example of Pete as an 18 year old going into his professor that he's ghosted, who doesn't probably even know his name uh, and say, I screwed up and I need to just at a bare minimum pass this class. Help me prioritize. Help yeah. me figure out how to eat my losses at least a little bit and learn what you're trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. It's admitting that I made choices and I now have to prioritize those uh, against reality. Mm-hmm. I have to prioritize against reality no matter what. And, uh, and, and I think that's, the, that's what leads us back to normal. That's what leads mm-hmm. us out of the fire. It's what leads us back to a state of calm is being able to admit when things are out of control enough that you can fight it. Right. With the hoses. With the or hoses with Windex, and the sprayers. Whatever you got. Whatever you need. I think authorities would recommend not using Windex <laughs> to fight a fire. That was I think not so this too. is not fire advice. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, what I anyway. love about the outline that, that uh Melissa did as a wrap-up? I love that she's asking us. A special thank you to those who serve to help fight fires in communities and in the wild in any capacity. We recognize how important your work is to keep us safe. Amen to that. I 100% agree. Those those folks are first responders and uh, they are wonderful people, strong people. And um, we appreciate you very much. Is that is that what we have to contribute today? Is that it? Yeah, I think it's great. Oof, oh, talk about airing of grievances. We, that was a lot today. Yeah, yeah, and we're still in the middle of it, so we'll see how it all comes. And we'll see how it I all know. turns out. Yeah, <laughs> results results may vary. <laughs> exactly. Do they have a book coming out or do they not? Right. I don't know. <laughs> is it real? We don't know at this point. Yeah. Uh, Well, super fun. Thank you, everybody, for putting up with us today. Some weird fire energy going on today, but we're uh, we're here for it. Thank you for hanging out and listening to the show, for supporting us as patrons. We sure appreciate you. And and thanks for your time and attention. If you want to hang out and talk with us more about any uh, uh, this or any other fire related metaphors or gifts, uh, you can find us on the Show Talk channel over in our Discord server, and you can join us right there by becoming a supporting member at the deluxe level or better over on Patreon. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll see you right back here next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Mm-hmm.